Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Yappin' With Us. So today we're going to be finishing off the Bone Witch Trilogy by Rin Chapeco by reviewing the third and final book, The Shadow Glass. So, <laughs> slight disclaimer for this episode, we're trying a new thing where it's Avika and Simon record a podcast without a script. So we're going to jump right into the plot synopsis, which is kind of... I mean, there's a lot. So it basically starts with um, the main character, Taya, being in exile from Odalia. So she's basically just trying to figure out where to go next while trying to figure out how to make the shadow glass. Right? Correct. Correct? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So she goes to, I think, Yadosha, and they kind of figure out... Uh, some of the myths that they grew up believing or some of the legends are actually false and they're trying to start to unravel all of the corruption and negative things that are involved with magic and with the elders in general so basically then she travels to the I mean I don't know if it's in the north but somewhere very cold <laughs> and there's this cave where if you pass the three trials they tell you how to make shadow glass so essentially in the cave she goes through the trials and she thinks she fails but she doesn't fail and this is basically the start of her slowly trying to make the shadow glass and make the lights glass and kind of what do you say like get rid of magic yeah. honestly yeah Get rid of magic, but also save her brother. Yeah, save her brother and get... Because she doesn't care if she dies. This is not a consequence to her. She simply cares that Fox's life is tied to hers. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I need to save my brother, and then I need to save the world. Which is very noble, in my opinion. But everyone thinks Taya is a crazy villain. And she does not care. She's just like, I'll do what I gotta do. She does murder her sister she did murder her sister but that is because there's a lot of people who were betraying her and who were manipulating her without her knowing and then right and left people are dropping from the blight <laughs> like they're turning oh into bugs or some weird creature things i would say bugs like yeah like large humanoid bugs yeah so that's terrifying if that happened in front of me i think i would i don't know what i would do i would take it outside <laughs> catch it in a cup and take it outside yeah so all in all she's trying like the the future povs and the and the present povs are very much merging barely, it's, it's really intricately done it's very well done but it's like it's it the line between the past and the future is completely blurred in this book mm -hmm. um and then you kind of see everything that taya did in the past two books that didn't really make sense to you is slowly so everything has a reason and this is basically the story of how Taya is not the villain, but the hero. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I would end this convoluted plot synopsis. So you're going to say episode. <laughs> and that's the episode. <laughs> so I guess we start off where we always start off with the love interest, Taya and Kaylin. Adorable. Mm, I really like them together. I really like them together. My favorite scene was like when Taya gets drunk and <laughs> professes her love and other stuff about Kaylin <laughs> to everyone. Yeah, yeah. And he's like embarrassed, but I could also tell he's like kind of pleased about it, you yeah. know? He's way softer than I thought he would be. I thought he'd be the like, ugh, I'm a dude. No, I don't do like, you know, yeah. soft physical attention, but he does. He's very loving. Yeah. He's very much like a golden retriever. Yeah, player. yeah. Well, I feel like just for Taya, because 
like the way that he acts before like in the first book before we know that he's the love interest he's still kind of like like you don't see his personality that you see with Taya. yeah well i guess with like cons or anyone I guess the trope here would be hates everyone but her, which I enjoy those. And I guess there's a little bit of enemies to lovers because they were like, I don't know if they were enemies before they Mm -hmm. got together, but they were definitely like they, well, Caitlin liked her, but Taya did not like him. Would you say those maybe rivals? Yeah, I would say rivals to lovers for sure. Yeah, I like them though. I like all the ships. I don't. I do not like Fox and Inessa. I will never like them. I just can't. I can't bring myself to like them, especially, like, okay, well, I don't blame Fox for being angry at Taya for killing their sister. I would be angry at my sister if she killed my other sister. I don't have two sisters. I only have one. <laughs> like, but, if she did. Yeah. <laughs> I would be angry, and I understand why Fox is angry, but at the same time, like, being in Taya's head, literally the one thought on her mind is, like, I can't die and you can save Fox. Like, she loves Fox so freaking much. She will do anything to let him live his, yeah. his life. And he can't even try to understand what Taya might have been going through. Like, he didn't even entertain the idea that she might have been possessed. She's like, yeah, Taya killed Daisy of her own volition. I hate Taya. Like, what does he think she was trying to do? Like, it's one thing if you knew your sibling was, like, low-key evil, and then they just, like, killed your other sibling. You're like, oh, well, I, I saw that coming. That. Yeah. But if you were... Little sister, your littlest sister, starts murdering your other sister, and it's just, like, completely out of character, and, like, I feel like it's just because of, like, the black hearts class or whatever, Mm -hmm, like, she's getting mm -hmm, the speckles mm -hmm. of black, but... Ugh, I don't know, it just pissed me off that he wouldn't have, like, more trust yeah, in her. Yeah, like, I would I would think, like, Fox knows Taya's character more than anyone. He's in her head, right? You would think, okay, Taya would never do something like this. There's there's a breach in our security. Mm-hmm. Someone close to us has made Taya do this. And I am of the opinion, even though, oh my god, we're not, we haven't talked about this, but, like, with the betrayals, like, even though we know someone was manipulating Taya, and they're like, oh, I didn't actually manipulate you to murder Daisy, I think that they low-key did. Because there's no way, oh my god, yeah. yeah, there's no way Taya would have done that. She does everything for her family and for others. That's what didn't make sense to me. I mean, you didn't say who it was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Spoiler alert. Um, Yeah, so when Alti was like, yeah, I've been, like, manipulating you, but I didn't make you kill Daisy, I think that's Cap. She did make I think it was trying to make Taya be on her side. Mm -hmm. She was like, see, you're like this. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm because I don't know. I don't understand how... I think she was just trying to trick Taya. Yeah. And I I understand why it was done. Because the way that Taya is written, she's not written as a pure hero. Like, she's, she's good-intentioned, but the things that she's done are terrible, right? Like, she's killed before. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, she's not perfect. She's not... A, like, she's a good person, but she's, you know, she's not a pure hero. Yeah. And... I really, I honestly really like that about her. I really like that she knows that she's like, I've done, I've done shit, and I would do it again to protect my family. You know, and I, I like that because like you don't have that in real life. Like in real life, you don't have the pure hero. Yeah, like yeah. people do stuff to get to where they need to be, even if their intentions were good, they could have done yeah. something bad. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a breath of fresh air because I've been reading a lot of YA fantasy novels where it's like the, prota- the, the, pr- protag- the protagonist is like, 
this pure hearted, innocent, like soul who's never done anything wrong. And then they become like a hero. And it's kind of like, this is unrelatable because nobody is that perfect in real life. Everybody makes mistakes and everybody would make those mistakes or would make those bad decisions again if it meant saving someone they loved, right? Yeah. Okay, one thing I liked about this is that like, you kind of kind of see the trope where it's like, oh, she's the chosen one. Yeah. But in the yeah. sense that she is like a dark Asha. Yeah. So there are, let's say, ten chosen ones because any of them could have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. been smart and <laughs> seen what was happening. Yeah. Um, you know, like, so it wasn't like, if I don't do this, no one else could ever. It was like, well, why the hell isn't anyone yeah. doing this? I guess yeah. I'm going to have to. It's, you know, which is also very different from a lot of YA books where there's one mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. and they are the chosen one and they're not random. Their mother and father are some, like, like random historical people or descendants from some powerful person. But, like, I don't know if we ever talked about Taya's parents being anything but ordinary. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a very good point. I really like that that, like, anyone could have saved the world and gotten rid of magic, any Dark Asha, but Taya's the only one who was strong enough to say, like, mm-hmm. I am willing to sacrifice literally everything to get <laughs> this done, brother. but my brother. Like, I will sacrifice the love of my life. I will she- sacrifice Kaylin, but I will not sacrifice Fox. She could have saved Kaylin, though. No. But Kaylin didn't want to be saved. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to be with yeah. her. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That made me so sad. Just, yeah. like, I know I mentioned this before, but I, like, listen to the audiobooks. Mm-hmm. So I, and I listen to audiobooks while I'm biking. So I was <laughs> on my bike, and I was, like, listening to them be unalived, and I was like, what is happening? Um, you know, I didn't cry when they died, because I think seeing the future POVs from the first book, no part of me ever thought that Teo would survive this. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I didn't. I wasn't that upset when they died. Like, I mean, I was upset, but I didn't cry. Mm-hmm. I cried when Kaylin died. Yeah, because his death was kind of like, he could have lived. He could have lived without her. He just chose not to. No, like, his first death. Oh. His first yeah. death, I was on my bike crying. Yeah, that was really traumatic. I don't so, know why. But why did you cry? You literally knew he came back. I know. But <laughs> it's just the fact that, like, I know he comes back, but at the same time, like, he's literally dead. <laughs> and then... Not dead. You know he's like, I know that he's dead, but not he dead. It's temporary. That was a really temporary. <laughs> it was like taking it. He took a nap and he came back. I know it was probably the stupidest thing to cry about since I very explicitly knew mm-hmm. from the first book mm-hmm. I knew that he would that he would be resuscitated. So I knew mm-hmm. that he had to die at some point. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just hard reading it because Kalen is such a lovable character. It just hurts. It hurts seeing him be unalived yeah yeah also like Khalid Khalad Khalad yeah and Lick Mm, stop I I like them so much together (laughs) (laughs) oh actually this is like uncouples related okay I really like those people that they hung out with they were all trying to like chase the deva or whatever oh my gosh and they were all just like I don't know in my head they were like the people from How to Train Your Dragon, and they're all like the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like stupid, and they didn't understand mm-hmm. what it was. Like they didn't understand what dragons were, and they mm-hmm. didn't really understand that the Devo were like 
<laughs> they were just like going for yeah, it. People honestly, were, were, <laughs> yeah, that's a really good approach though. Cause like if you made it into a game, because every single different territory in this book has a deva associated mm-hmm. with it. And like the deva rises in the same spot. So if you made it a game, like if you have enough people in your village, be like, okay, let's chase the deva when the deva rises, you wouldn't have to be beholden to a, to a bone witch. You could yeah. just get rid of it yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Just mm, you can also it. get rid of half of your population. I mean, that would control overpopulation great. Just, oh my gosh, I have such a good idea. If there were Deva here, you could just, this is really bad, put them in overpopulated area. Oh my God. It'd be like Thanos. Okay, no. <laughs> just get rid of half of them. Um, for legal purposes, that was a joke. I do not want to get rid of half of the population. Someone is just giving me side eye. Oh, yeah, we're actually filming together. We're in the same for room. For the first time in forever. Yeah, for, for the, the first time since City of Bones. I don't even remember when that was, but, like, we're in a place where, like, restrictions just got uplifted. Yeah. So we're finally... It just lifted. Yeah, just lifted. If you're lifting it, it's up. Shut up. <laughs> restrictions just got lifted, so we're finally able to, like, be in the same room together. Which is weird, because then yeah. I can see her glare at me in person. And, and not over. Just on Zoom. Yeah. So this book. <laughs> so shadow glass. Um, I think before we were talking about like Lick and Claude, I think that I may like them more than I like Taya and Kaylin. Yeah. I do. I think that you see a very different side of their relationship because they're main characters yeah you know what I mean I just think that nobody deserves happiness more than Lick I just think Lick deserves the world she is I think she was my favorite character even in the first book she was literally my favorite character I'm so I genuinely thought well okay I didn't genuinely think so I thought that Taya and what's his face were gonna die Kaylin yeah yeah him yeah. we're gonna die so when they did yeah, they did. No, but like this is this is my thought process as I'm listening to the audiobook is when um Lick is dying, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, she fucking can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because if she dies, then they're not allowed to die too. Yeah. Not everyone can just die, you know? I mean, but then yeah. at the same time I was extremely worried because like Rin Chapeco's book is like very different. From yeah, the I was gonna say, like, with Rin's books you know normally when you're reading a YA book you know that the protagonist is off limits for death I mean notwithstanding a certain trilogy that has been adapted into movies I'm not going to name which one because I don't want to spoil anything but I hate that anyways you kind of know that the protagonist is kind of not going to die or that if there's one traumatic death the author kind of will lay off for a bit but with Rin she's like okay I'm gonna kill Michaela I'm gonna kill Polaire I'm gonna kill Taya I'm gonna kill Caleb yeah just everyone all dead literally like nobody is safe and the one person who I wanted to die so bad I literally want Inessa to die I hate Inessa I want her to die I'm pretty sure you texted me (laughs) saying that you don't hate her that much I I do hate her if anyone was gonna die I'd want it to be her or Fox. I didn't really like Fox that much. I don't know why. Is this based on, like, some random bias that I just picked up? Probably. I can't think of a concrete reason about why I really don't like them, but I really don't like them. Maybe it's because they're more involved in their own relationship than they are 
about like their friendships and sibling ships. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like Fox is like Fox and Anessa just wanted to be together, mm-hmm. and they couldn't really like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know like start a family and stuff, which was like upsetting for them. But at, then Taya's just like, okay, I'm gonna unalive myself, and Fox is like, okay, thumbs up. I think like <laughs> Fox. Honestly, like, I think that if he had to choose between Taya and aliving himself and him having a family, like, he would give up his family for Taya to live. Oh, but, I would have said the other way. No, but I think, I think Inessa would have been like, yeah, Taya, woo, go kill yourself. Yeah, do it faster. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we, like, I'm on a, I got a schedule, like, mm-hmm. I want to have kids. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fertile at the moment. Yeah, I think that Inessa, because in no like point in any of the books did she like say oh fox you know like what do you say like and, like I, at no point she was like oh i like taya for taya she's just like oh i only care about taya because she's linked to fox you didn't even get my what does the fox say joke i chose to ignore it that was a, <laughs> that was a very conscious effort i know but, it's the second time I've brought up that song today. Yeah, it actually is, which is horrific. Um, she was talking about the What Does the Fox Say Glee fan cast, or not Glee, the Glee version, which I heard once and that was more than... That was scary. Enough. That was the worst thing I've... Please don't ever look it I'm pretty sure, up. like, the actors and the singers... Were horrified. Was, yeah, they yeah. said this was yeah. the worst. Yeah. Which I, I have to agree with them. I mean, even not as a cover, the song is... Weird. It's weird and it's not that good. I'm I feel sorry. Like you used to like it. I feel like you used to no, like I it. No, I never liked it. I'm very hateful. So I know. <laughs> Whenever people liked things, I was like, just disgusting. Yeah. I mean, Simran's biggest flex is that she never liked Hamlet. So. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a hater. Can I say? I also really love horrible ships, which I think is relevant to the Bone Witch. Get back on topic. Because, like, when you're reading it, you're like, oh, Cons and Taya is so cute. But literally, like, Taya and Kaylin were, like, fighting all the time. I was like, yeah, I hate that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, I never liked Cons, even. Cons. Cons. I liked him less in this book because you can kind of see... He killed his dad. Yeah, he killed his dad. I don't know if we mentioned that already. No, we didn't. He he murdered his father. Um, and then I was like, but I'll never forgive you, Taya. Exactly. And, like, Taya didn't even kill him. She just made him crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one who killed him. Although I suppose he wouldn't have killed his dad if he wasn't crazy. But at the same time, I feel like he would have killed his dad after finding out what he did. Yeah. Yeah. And not just that, like imprisoned his he would have had to imprison his father as well like if Taya hadn't made him crazy like he either would have killed him or imprisoned him for life which is like both things are terrible oh Michaela died too I, yeah I literally yeah, said that, said that. Yeah. that was upsetting hmm, not really <laughs> I mean I feel like I don't remember it happening I feel like I was biking one minute she's alive the next minute she's dead but that's also probably because of POV yeah in one POV she yeah. was alive and one she was dead and I don't really know yeah. why that changed I mean, she spent so much of the books being sick, so when she died, I was kind of like, okay, like, she's dead. I mean, she's she's kind of out of the picture for most of it. Yeah. She introduced Taya to the world, but she 
left it. I think, yeah, she was most important in the first book. Mm-hmm. But the first book was so heavy in world building yeah. that it, you didn't really get to, like, love her character as much as yeah. you got to love the other characters in the second and third book. Very true. Or hate. Very true. In the case of Vanessa. Um, I don't like Vanessa. I also, well, let's talk about the betrayals. So we have Al- Alfie, who, was, I was not expecting that. That was kind of... I mean, I knew someone close to them had to have betrayed them, but I didn't think it would be Althea. And then you have the freaking Oracle. That was crazy. That was insane. I don't know if it was insane. It was insane. But it was very... I very much liked it. I liked how ingrained the evilness was in society. That yeah. she was just... Yeah. She was just living her life. She was just sitting in... I don't, I don't remember in a cave. What was she doing? I mean, <laughs> she was just sitting there. Waiting for people to come by and being like, eh, yeah, nah. or, yeah. Eh, yeah, you know? And she was like, the oracle before me and the oracle before me. And, like, everybody, like, we done knew. We knew about, you know. Wait, what was your goal? I forgot. Like, Althea and the oracle? To rule the world? Did they want to rule the world? They wanted Shadow Glass mm-hmm. to not destroy magic. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember for the for what. Yeah, I mean, I think it was pretty cool. I also thought it was really cool how Taya just, like, blew up the willows. I mean, they were rude to her. I would also blow up the willows, too. And my favorite thing is, like, maybe not my favorite thing, but, like, one of the things I enjoyed was, like, you saw Taya being, like, yeah, these people are dumb. Mm -hmm. And then you see, like, the other POV where they're, like, what the fuck is she doing? Yeah. Like, she blew everything up, but then she made sure people got out. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost as if she's a good person and is doing everything for a reason. Yes, when I blow things up, uh, I like to evict first. (laughs) Like, and then Fox, after her, like, she blew things up and literally made sure nobody got hurt. This is the final straw. This is it. Tay is a terrible person. <laughs> Honestly, Final Straw would have been... Mm, I guess Killing the Sister would have yeah. been the Final Straw. I mean, straw. Killing the Sister was, I think, the first straw and the final straw. Because what else did she do? Yeah, nothing. She literally didn't do anything. She she had her own opinions. Yeah. This is, a, this is what she did. She decided that she was going to let the Aussies into her brain and control the Deva, and everyone was like, no. And then she was just like, mm, yeah. And then she accidentally kills her sister, and all of a sudden she's a bad person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it all boils down to, she's a dark Asha. Nobody really understands what that's like, and they kind of associate the dark powers with evil. And, which is, like, just not true. It's just a stigma. So, basically all she did was embrace her powers and embrace who she is, and people were like, you suck. You can't do that, because that makes you a terrible person. Like, arguably Taya is the least terrible person out of all of them. Actually, no. Maybe, maybe like, Lick, or or... (laughs) Um... I can't think of anyone else. I mean, Kalad. Kalad. They're all great people. Kalad low-key hated Taya in the first book, right? No. No, who hated... Oh, was that just Kalad? Yeah, it was literally just Kalad. Well, I think Kalad was the one who's like, you're a bone witch. A bone witch killed my mom. But then, yeah, he apologized. He's like, I kind of just took it out on you. No, but see, like, Lick has no faults. Like, she never... 
It's true. He never did that. This is true. Lick is perfect in every way, shape, and form. 10 out of 10. Oh my gosh. When Lick had the blight, like when she was being protected and she was like about to die mm-hmm. and stuff, I was I was on the edge of my seat. If anything happened to Lick, I don't think I would have enjoyed this book as much. That's one thing that like I don't agree with. I mean, not that I want to hang it out for Lick, but a lot of people like if a character they like gets unalived by the author, they're just like, no. What do you mean? Like, like no. they just like they like n- like the book less just for that one thing. Yeah. Whereas I think that, like, arguably, authors should kill off more characters. Um, Where's the spice if people are not dying? Like, how am I supposed to feel any emotions if you're not killing? People? Okay, um, I think that's, uh, there's a lot to unpack there, so I think we're just gonna leave it. Um, so, yeah, I, wow, okay, so spice can only come in the form of murder, that's a direct (laughs) quote from Simran, everyone. Like, like, plot spice, not relationship spice. Oh, Okay, we're just gonna stop you now. Um, I honestly, I don't have anything else to say. I think I'm pretty much... Me neither. ...done that. So I guess we'll go on to our ratings. Um, I would rate this book... um, I would give it an A+. Okay, you go first then. Yeah. I never go first. (laughs) So, um, yeah. No, that's that's all I have. You don't have any reasons. Why did you give this an A+, Simran? I feel like I already talked about the book. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I would give this an A because um, I was kind of confused at points because there was a lot of like name dropping and I forget if there's a lot of intense world building in the first book, by the third book, I forget things and that's a me problem. I understand that, but still, I was confused sometimes, but all in all, I think this was an excellent finale and an excellent end to a really, really unique trilogy. Like, I have not read anything like this before and I doubt that I will. Um, Yeah, so it it was pretty good. I liked it. I agree, except for the writing. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's all we have for you guys today. Make sure to follow at Yappin' With Us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thanks for listening, and we will meet you in